Come on, babe, hop in, buckle up. Welcome back. Oh my goodness, here we are for our third official Car Chat Friday. I hope you're doing well. We are on episode number 182. Friday episodes are a little bit different. This is just completely just off the cuff. Um, hanging out, little car chat, let's just hang out like besties, and no ads, no sponsorships, none of that stuff. Wednesdays is a little bit more formal. We follow the podcast protocol, and we do some coaching, be it in health and fitness and wellness and life. So welcome back. You guys, my name is Heather Newman. If you're new here, hi, hi, hi. I'm so excited that you're here. Today's topic is a little controversial 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 I was one of the people that as soon as I heard about this here I am fitness professional I'm like oh no way that's horrible but then I caught myself I keep my comments to myself for the most part I am a very private individual I don't like drama I don't like talking about other people I don't like placing judgment on others I am human but I try to practice being very 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 kind and not placing again any judgment on anybody so the title of this podcast is Ozempic weight loss eating less and Wagovi, I believe is how you pronounce it, which you may or may not be familiar with Wagovi, but I'm going to go over that with you so that you can learn something as well. I had to learn this. I had to look it up. But I may also at the end of this podcast talking about talk about my personal experience with a luxury designer situation um, where something was stolen from me this week, and I was very upset on Wednesday. <laughs> so hang tight if you want to hear about that story. I think I'm going to share it with you because I know if you're hanging out with me on a Friday, we're probably like really good friends, or we really would be if we met in person, if we don't know each other in person. So hi to my friends in Germany. Thanks for listening. Hi to my friends in Canada. Thanks for listening. I had somebody in the UK as well and the Netherlands. So welcome Netherlands if you're here. And of course, my United States of America and most of my fans and friends and clients in Louisiana, but they're all over the United States and I cannot express how grateful I am for you to be here that we can hang out and chat. So Welcome to our Friday special on the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. We're going to dive into this topic that's been on my mind lately. And I actually follow somebody who's kind of like my bestie, but she doesn't know it. She's like a mentor from afar. And she was talking about this. And this is what made me have a lot of question marks in my head about it. And of course, my number one priority is to help women feel amazing and 
focus on not necessarily just weight loss, but feeling strong and feeling confident and feeling amazing and feeling happy and feeling joyful. Like those are the priorities that I try to help women with because I was stuck. That Hello, the name of my podcast is hashtag get unstuck. I was stuck in 2017. If you knew me then, I didn't display it. I didn't put it on display for the world, but I was struggling. I was frustrated. I looked in the freaking mirror. I think I was 48. I was about to turn 50. So I was getting close to 50. I looked in the mirror. I got on the scale. My jeans, I could buckle them, but like I felt like just a marshmallow. I for me. Now, for other people, they would look at me and be like, Heather, you're fine. You don't need to lose weight. And I'm like, I appreciate you. I really do. That's so sweet. But you know how it is when you just feel funky? Like it may not have anything to do with anybody else or the way other people perceive you. It's about you. And when I looked in the mirror and when I saw pictures, I did not like what I saw. And I teach women how to be confident in your skin and to embrace yourself where you are. Give yourself some grace. I do all those things, but I knew that I wanted to feel better. And I knew that I could feel better if I would just take control of it. So that's what I did. I set out on a mission to take control of the things that I could control. And I mean, I've been in health and fitness for over 33 years. I've been teaching step classes and I was a dancer and I did all of the things wrong and I did some things right. But some of the things that I did wrong, I know other women are doing the same thing because that's all we know. That's all we knew. When I was on dance team, I had to lose a certain amount of weight to perform on Friday in college. And I had to wear this uniform that, my goodness, if you had any kind of pooch, it was going to show, right? So I went on a popcorn, green bean, and Diet Coke, I think it was. Yeah. Those are the three things I ate the whole week. Yeah. Green beans, popcorn, and Diet Coke. Now, I hit my mark on the freaking scale and I was able to perform, but let me tell you, my energy level was horrible. I had no energy. There's no, there's no protein in that, you guys. None. I wasn't worried about that. I just wanted a number on the scale and to fit in that uniform. So that's some of the things I did wrong. But here we are today and I got certified in nutrition for a reason. I found supplements that help women over the age of 40 for that reason. So I've got the tools now and I'm just here to spread the word and tell you that if you can have patience and you can at least use some of the tools that I offer, we can find a way to do things naturally. However, today's car chat, which looks like it's going to be longer than I had anticipated. (laughs) I haven't even dove in yet. Let's get into it. I wanted to, first off, what is Wagovi? And I don't know if I'm saying that right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wagovi. It's spelled W-E-G-O-V-Y. I looked it up because I kept hearing it in combination with Ozempic. And Ozempic seems to be the popular term or the the. I guess the first of its kind. I'm not really sure. I'm not, I know it's a diabetic medication, but I'm not familiar with that exact brand. So Wagovi is 
a um, weekly, once a week injectable prescription medication recently approved by the FDA to help adults with obesity or with excess weight along with like weight related medical problems. It helps them lose weight. So Wagovi is a brand name for semaglutide, which is a glucogen-like peptide. It's GLP-1 receptor agonist. So what is Ozempic? If you're not familiar with Ozempic, if you haven't seen the commercials by now, what is Ozempic? Ozempic is known generally as a semaglutide and it was approved back in 2017 by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, for use in adults with type 2 diabetes. Ozempic is a, also a weekly injection that helps lower blood sugar by helping the pancreas make more insulin. Now, I need to note right here before we dive into this rant that when a drug is in shortage. I, I don't want to, I don't want this to get political at all. So just it, when a drug is in shortage, because I heard that there could possibly be this Ozempic shortage, right? Because people who are not supposed to be, or it wasn't designed for, let's just say Hollywood celebrities that can afford it, Ozempic was not created for them to just take it, sit on the couch and lose weight. Ozempic was created for diabetics. So if there's a shortage, which I heard there was, I don't have any sources to reference this other than I heard it on the news. I heard it in things that I've been reading, but I did not document where I got this information. But you can Google it and look it up yourself. So what happens is they can prepare something like a it's called a compounded version of that drug as long as they meet certain requirements in the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic FD&C Act. So as of 2023, Ozempic and Wagovi are both listed on the FDA's drug shortages list. So I honestly feel, in my personal opinion, that this is just a money grab. Like there's a lot of money on the table for people to become shady in this realm. And if you have to question the risk that it might have on people using a compounded version that's less expensive, I mean, in my opinion, for me, it's way too risky. I mean, there's so many questions that come up in my head. There's so many red flags, but that's me. I question everything. So... Anyway, have you ever wondered, okay, if celebrities like Kelly Clark's, is it Clarkson or Clarkston? She seemed to, in my opinion, shed pounds rapidly, like in no time. So I questioned, do you think she's using these weight loss injections? And are they safe? And why does the public care so much about the choices that these individuals are making anyway? Like all these questions come across my brain. It's a topic that not many people discuss openly, 
but today we're going to hang out and chat about it a little bit. And again, I was talking about one of my mentors, my besties, and she was talking about it. And that's why I was like, if she's going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it too. We're both in the fitness industry. We're both fitness professionals. However, she trains celebrities and I train my tone babes, which are my own freaking sparklers and dazzlers. So, okay, you know or you may not know, when fitness professionals get together and they're not, say, on camera or in front of clients, the conversations are quite different from what you might hear when they're talking amongst clients or if they're someone filming, you know, a podcast like this or maybe even a YouTube or if they're on camera camera like television. But lately I've noticed that when people show up with significant weight loss, there's an assumption that drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi are involved. Like that's the first thing now that people are like, oh, I bet you it's an injection. Like there have also been bold statements denying the use of injectables and then maybe later contradicted. This is all on television. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, I catch clips of these things because a lot of people, social media is so crazy, you guys. Like I can see pieces of the news that I'm not even watching the news, but my husband would be like, hey, did you hear this? And I'm like, yeah, I did. And he's like, how did you hear that? You don't even watch the news. And I'm like, oh, I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a TikTok on it. But I know that some bold statements came out denying meaning celebrities, people who, I, in my opinion, can afford this, right? They denied using any type of injectables. And then later it came out that it was contradicted and they admitted that they were actually using these injectables. And to name a few, number one is Oprah. She flat out said, I will not do injectables. I will always do it the right way, blah, blah, blah. And then also Kim... Kardashian was another one. So the media frenzy and public reaction have been really, really intense. And I have to kind of like hold myself back, hold my opinions to myself. But I know I can talk freely with you here because it's my little hashtag get unstuck podcast. And we are in our car chat Friday. So I wonder, honestly, you guys, I wonder how long this trend will actually continue. And then another question that this brings to mind is, and do me a favor, drop me your questions. Like what kind of questions do you have about Ozempic? And when you hear and see all these celebrities that have lost like a shit ton of weight, excuse me, bleep. I don't usually curse on here. Um, but I mean, do you, do you question like, what are they doing? I mean, what I hear a lot of of people say is, oh, they have their personal, their own personal chef and they have their own personal trainer. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you can have that. And that does make a difference. But let's be honest, if you want Oreos, you know what I mean? Like they're still going to go eat Oreos. Anyway, I wonder people like Kelly Clarkson and Oprah and like, I don't know. Anyway, I wonder how long this trend's gonna continue. And then what I was gonna ask you is, do you think that they're getting brand deals? Like, do you think they're getting paid 
to do it and then to be possibly the face of like look look at my before and after kind of thing like people have the right to change their minds I totally respect that and they certainly have the right to make the choices about their bodies so just like Oprah she struggled with her weight forever I mean as long as I can remember um and now she openly admits to using the drug and I guess good for her you know like I can't help but wonder, is Kelly Clarkson following suit? Like, I wonder if Kelly, I don't know that she denied using injections, but I feel like maybe she's just like left that out of the equation, like hasn't said those words. I don't know. If you know these answers, please share them with me. And then even like Lady Gaga, I mean, she's always kind of been thin and I have to wonder like, is she strung out on something? But I don't know, she seems thinner these days than ever, but are they all using injections and and just keeping it from the public and just like doing it behind the scenes? I don't know, but okay, so to talk a little bit more about Ozempic, it's become more of a generic term, like Kleenex, you know what I mean? Like describing the weight loss shot, it's referred to as ozempic, just like any tissue is referred to as Kleenex. So although prescribed, like we said, for diabetics, um, the Wagovi, the other brand that I'm probably pronouncing incorrectly, I don't know, it's a higher dosage meant for heavier individuals. So there is a difference. It's not as easy to obtain from what I'm gathering and from what I've studied and, and understand as that it's harder to get, but we need to be cautious about it. So nobody should be taking medications for diabetes or diabetics unless you need that, in my opinion. So let's dive into why and how these people are actually losing so much weight with these injections, right? So that me being in the fitness industry and and coaching and nutrition, that's one of my questions is what is it doing? Why are people losing so much weight with these injections? So this could potentially change the whole landscape of weight loss moving forward and how, how we approach it. I don't know. These drugs seem to mimic a hormone that actually suppresses your appetite and it actually slows the digestive system down. So it it is essential to note that these drugs haven't been studied beyond, at this point of my recording, these drugs have not been studied beyond 68 weeks. So then I ask, well, what will the impact be like four years down the road? Like, it's a valid, valid concern for most of us. (laughs) But we know that being obese is in itself detrimental to health, putting individuals at risk for things like cancer, heart disease, and many, many more. But the FDA has been rapidly, like crazy rapidly, approving these drugs. And here's the kicker. This is the part that made me sick to my stomach. They're even approving these for children, these drugs, these injections for children as young as six. Now that for me is completely alarming. So apparently what the injection does is it makes the individuals feel full 
even when they consume just like very little food. So it's not an injection that's about melting away fat or revving up your metabolism. It's literally a shot that makes people eat less. So for years, we've been told that, oh, it's not just about calories. You know, consider other factors like toxins and genetics and everything else under the sun. And it became like the science equation. But the simplicity of calories in versus calories out has resurfaced. And this is what I grew up with, just like my green bean story, right? But is it really that simple? I'm genuinely asking. Like, I don't have all these answers right now. These are questions that I have. And I would think that most of you have the same kind of questions. So many are losing weight with Ozempic, but there's a concern about losing muscle mass. So according to a doctor that I listened to that was on a podcast, the um, Skinny Confidential podcast, the appetite suppression is causing people to avoid, you want to guess? What did I mention in my green bean story? It's causing people to avoid protein. And protein is very satiating. That is a word. That's a big girl word. I did not know what that meant for a long time. Satiating means that it keeps you satisfied and full longer. Protein is so essential in our muscles so that we don't lose them. But if you're full, think about this. If you're full, okay, and this Ozempic makes you feel full, and someone offers you chocolate, like a Hershey's Kiss, you might take it, because why not? It's a Hershey's Kiss. Yum. But if somebody offered you a chicken breast or chicken something, offered you chicken and you're full or you don't feel hungry, you'd likely decline that because you're already full and there's nothing really desirable about eating that. Like it's not like a a Hershey kiss that's going to melt on your tongue and taste oh so delicious. Yes, that's one of my favorite chocolates. But let's talk about it. If people are doing this under the supervision of a registered nurse or registered dietitian or a medical professional monitoring their diet choices and macros, I don't necessarily mean registered nurse. Nurse is more on the you know, medical side. I, we're talking nutrition. So registered dietitian is who I would say. If they were monitoring their diet choices and their macros, like, is it possible to lose weight without losing muscle? Ideally, the goal is to lose weight and fat. Weight and fat. Weight loss and fat loss are different. I've talked about this in a previous episode, and I don't want to get off on a tangent because I'm already really long for our car chat today. But the, the goal is to lose both the weight and the fat for most women that feel like they need to lose the fluff, right? Without losing more than, I'm going to say from my professional opinion, 20% muscle. So you have to know your macros and eat in a way that promotes muscle development. 
or muscle, like sustaining muscle, building muscle. This is where my initial like skepticism about these injections starts to take over completely because I know that I could easily ask a client to just eat green beans, popcorn, and Diet Coke, which I would never do. But if they just wanted to lose weight and feel super dizzy and have no energy at all, they could probably lose some weight. But I don't know. I just, I have questions and I was initially against it, against Ozempic 100%. But I'm like, did I really give it a chance? Did I really even look into it? Did I really like try to come at it from a a non-judgmental place? And that's why I wanted to talk to you today. Like, have you thought about it? Probably not as much as me because you're not in health and wellness or if you are a health and wellness professional or in fitness or if you're on your, if you're on your own weight loss journey, I'm sure you were kind of like, hmm, look over there, right? Like that looks super easy. Maybe I should try that. So you may have questions too. I don't know. Like I said, I was initially against it, but think about it. If someone is losing weight without the drug, uh, my drug of choice, which is exercise, if somebody is losing weight without using exercise, and again, Exercise is my favorite natural drug of choice on the planet. End of story, period, period. (laughs) But some say that working out is not necessary while you're using these injections. And I'm just asking questions here. So another interesting point raised by the same doctor that I was listening to is that people on Ozempic might actually be consuming more alcohol. Like they're transitioning addictions from eating to drinking. Yikes. And again, I'm just sharing what the doctor said in the interview. And the drug might not be doing something to the body, but it's certainly impacting hunger hormones, okay? I don't know. I'm not saying weight loss is as simple as an injection. As a fitness professional, I have major concerns and questions, as you can tell by this episode. I think um, Rosie O'Donnell mentioned that she will take this forever, forever and ever. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's about $1,000 a month. $1,000. I don't think it's covered by insurance if you're taking it for weight loss. I don't even know if poor diabetics get it under their coverage. I have no idea. But imagine what kind of treadmill you could get for that amount of money or or the kind of gym that you could build in your house for that amount of money, right? And here's the question. If you quit the injections, the hunger and cravings are going to come back, right? So is weight loss truly as simple as just eating less? Is it? I don't know. When I first heard about this new injection, I would say about a year ago, it made everything so confusing and complicated. Like weight loss is different from fat loss. And that's a decision that you need to make where you are if you're on a weight loss journey. Like how important is your muscle to you? For me, that's very important. Very, very important. But my advice based on my professional knowledge and opinion is to just stop snacking excessively. And 
up your water intake, drink more water. First thing I can tell you if you wanna lose weight, drink more water, track your water, drink more water. And know that snacking is a habit and it can be changed. So if you pay attention, snacking is usually just the habit of grabbing something out the pantry that we like and putting it in our pie hole. So if you can be more aware and pay attention to your snacking, like do that and start walking more and increase your water intake, that's my advice over any injection that costs $1,000 a month. But I mean, that does take some willpower. That does take a decision on your part, but I'm here to coach you through that. So these are proven methods to avoid the questions and concerns that I've brought up today. I'm giving you the solution. If the problem is weight loss and you wanna do it naturally, I'm gonna tell you to start with drinking more water, stop snacking so much, and be aware of every single Hershey Kiss or Oreo cookie or goldfish or pretzel. Every single one matters. It may not seem like a lot, but it compounds over time. Walk more, drink more water, be aware of your snacking, and try to stop snacking so much. These are proven methods to avoid the questions, again, that I brought up today. So, all right, that is my rant. So that's what goes on in a fitness mind, fitness professional's mind. We have to be honest and ask what is really going on? Like this is affecting my industry and I'd love to believe it's as simple as just eating less, but I know that hormones are definitely involved. So I just have questions about the risk and I would think you could shift your hunger hormones naturally instead of using a shot that we don't know much about. Again, do you know anyone using these drugs? If so, please leave me a comment. Send me an email at heathernewmanfitness at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram. I'm at GlitterU, G-L-I-T-T-E-R and the letter U, Glitter U by Heather Newman. You can find me at my website, glitteru.com. Please share your thoughts if you know anybody using these drugs. I'm so curious. So... I have a full list of supplements that I am currently using that I have done my own homework on at glitteru.com forward slash gym, not the name gym, but gym as in G-Y-M, glitteru.com forward slash gym. And I also have a free walking challenge called our Tome Babe Walking to make dramatic changes and it's all free. So get signed up for that at glitteru.com forward slash gym or if you comment over at Glitter You on Instagram. If you comment the word walking, I'll send you the link personally in your, in your DM or in your email, okay? All right, before we go, let me tell you as my bestie, cause you hung out with me 30 minutes in our car chat, um, what happened with my luxury designer delivery that was stolen. Yes, it was stolen. So I have been doing business with a luxury designer company for many, many, many years. And I am an avid collector of luxury handbags, sunglasses, and shoes. Now, I don't have a museum full of these things from, you know, 1992, I'm going to say is about the time 
that um, I really started getting into it and seeing that it was not only just a hobby, but if you if you invest in pieces that are classic and timeless and you hold on to them, or like I had one that was given to me by a relative, um, if you hold on to it and it's taken care of and Anyway, it's an investment piece and you can actually sometimes flip it and make money on it. And sometimes you lose money on it. It's like a car, right? Anyway, I have been doing business with this company for many, many, many years. And I've never had an issue with them. And it's not really them that I have the problem with. It's actually the delivery, the courier, I believe. So I'm gonna sum this up really quick. If you followed my Instagram stories, I talked about it the day that it happened and you could just see in my eyes that I was about to cry, but I'm not going to cry over something that I know is so like, oh, woe is me, Heather, whatever. But I work hard for my money, you guys. Like I work hard in my health and wellness business. I work hard to help people and I try to give way more value than the prices that I charge. So I do work really, really hard for my money too, you know, like Anyway, no judgment here, please. I bought a bag that I, I sold another bag so that I could take that money and invest it in this other bag that I have been eyeing down and wanting. And I found it. And I found it in the color that I wanted. I found it in the year that I wanted. It had all the essentials that came with it for authenticity purposes because there's, there's a lot of fakes out there. Okay, so you got to be careful if you dabble into any of this designer luxury stuff. There's so many people getting scammed. It's, it's sickening. It's ridiculous. But I decided to sell the one um, collector's piece that I had so that I would have money to flip into the one that I knew I wanted. And I wanted to carry it a little bit. I wanted to use it. I wasn't just going to put it, you know, in my collection. I was actually going to rotate it and use it. Anyway, it came on Wednesday and I was running some errands and my husband signed for it and I was so excited and I got home and the box was on the counter and I picked it up and it was super light. And so I asked my husband, I'm like, oh my God, like this feels so light. And he's like, yeah, I thought so too. And he's like, but I shook it and there's something in there. So I shake it and sure enough, you can hear something rattling around in the box. So I'm like, oh my God, what is happening right now? I flipped the box over and I showed this on my stories. Someone, a criminal, a very ugly person, and I don't mean ugly in a physical sense. I mean, just like, I can't even believe somebody did this. I don't know if it happened at, it had to. The, the item was coming from the West Coast and it went from the West Coast to down to New Orleans and it sat in New Orleans for five days and then it came to my door and my husband got it and signed for it. Someone broke the seal on the bottom with a, a box cutter because it was cut nice and neat and they resealed it back up with tape and they literally stole the item. It was a Chanel handbag, you guys. They stole it. They freaking stole it. And here's the thing. So then I call the company on the West Coast and I'm like almost in tears. I'm like, okay, my husband signed for it. Does that mean like, oh, well, oh, well, you should have checked the box before you signed for it. Which, by the way, moving forward, if you guys ever order anything, anything, I don't care if it costs you $5 and you have to sign for it, 
Do not sign that pad until you check the box and check it out, shake it, make sure that no one had opened it and resealed it because that's what they did. And it's disgusting and it makes me sick to my stomach and I'm just being completely real and authentic with you here. I'm really sick over it. So even if the claim goes through with the courier and they decide to give me my money back, I cannot buy that bag. Like I, I've been looking for that for a long time. And it wasn't like super, like it wasn't Hermes pricing. It wasn't anything like that. It was a vintage piece. It was from a specific year that I wanted. It was a specific color that I wanted. I'm very picky when I do any kind of rotation with my collection. Anyway, I know if you're not into, into things like that, that's, you're going to be like, so what? But I know there's something that you care about, that you're into, that you love. And just think if you, you know, collect something and you had a special piece that you've been waiting for and you finally found it and you got it and it came and your box was empty and somebody stole it. And so it can't, you see what I'm saying? Like, even if the refund comes through, which God, I hope it does. Um, I hate to think I'm out of the collector piece and my money, but if the insurance covers it, which I'm thinking it does, the company's usually really, really good. Um, then I'm thinking all they're going to do is offer me the money back. And that, that misses the whole point. Like, no, I wanted, I wanted that piece. Anyway, that's my story. You guys tell me what you think about the, the Chanel story. I think it's sick. I'm like sick to my stomach over it. All right. Well, I'm so excited that you are enjoying our car chats on Friday. And um, let me know if you want another car chat next Friday. It'll be something maybe a little bit more interesting. I just thought the Ozempic was something that we needed to talk about because it's regarding weight loss and eating less. And I don't know. I just, I felt like we needed to talk about it. So thanks for hanging out with me today. I will talk to you next time. I love you so much. Have a great weekend, you guys. Bye.